0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. A true leader is someone who is willing to make personal sacrifice. Learn more in week one of Rise and Fall. Today we are going to have our new series, Rise and Fall. Say, Rise and Fall. This is related somehow to the coming election that we have. And for five weeks, we are going uh, to discuss the failures of five kings and through their mistakes, we are going to learn a lot of things about leadership, including the leadership that is really worth following. And of course, leadership that is not worth following. And in the end, we ourselves would desire to be leaders ourselves, of course, in different areas where God has really called us. Amen. So we are going to discuss this for five weeks. And let me just give you a disclaimer. Okay? Uh, para maliwanag lang ho, ang victory po ay hindi nag-i-endorse ng any candidate. Okay? We are not endorsing any candidate. We are not saying, vote for this candidate. And we are not also saying, do not vote for this candidate. What we are proclaiming over and over again is that salvation of this nation belongs to our God. Amen. Hindi hu taong pag ang just lang ho ang pag ng ating bayan. At hindi lang naman ho presidente at vice president ang ating ihahalal. halal po tayo ng labindalawang senador. magka magha tayo ng mayor, governor, councilors. Okay, what else? Hanggang sa pinakamababa, okay? Marami ho tayong uh, ihahalal this coming election kaya dapat po'y gabayan ho tayo ng Panginoon. We don't believe in black voting. Okay, that is, uh, voting is our individual, is an exercise of our individual conscience, okay? Kung ano sinasabi ng konsensya niyo, provided that our conscience is guided by God's word, by God's standard, by God's will, so be it. Kaya nga kami bilang mga pastor, we are going to study about the word of God, and let's see, Okay? the failures of the five kings meaning their the, the, the those failures that they committed in their lives as king ay nagpapakita nang ng isang halimbawa sa atin na huwag mong suportahan yung ganong klase ng mga hari at yung mga ng bagay naman na naman kanilang ginawa ay yun naman yung tularan ho nating lahat so sa loob po ng limang linggo ito po ay ating pag-aaralan amen Tayo po, again, hindi tayo nag ng sinamang kandidato, pero kung may member hu tayo ng victory, long-time member, proven and trusted, we are announcing to the congregation kung sila man ay tumatakbo. Okay? Dahil katulad din ng bawat isa sa inyo na aming pinapalalangin, kung gusto nyong maging matagumpay na doktor, abogado, inhenyero, o ano paman, eh pinapalalangin din ho namin kayo. Okay? But nevertheless, we don't vote as a black, we are just merely providing you with the necessary guidelines, especially this coming election. Amen. Yan pong ating disclaimer at sa ating pong pag-aaral, kung meron pong mga tatamaan, ay hindi ho natin yung sinasadya dahil we will purely dwell on the Word of God. Amen. Now let me show you this picture before I jump into my first topic. Sino hong may gusto ng pera? Tasang kamay. Yung may gusto ng pera lang, yung meron lang. Kung ayaw nyo, diwag. Okay. Now, pipiliin kayo, anong pipili nyo, yung 100 o yung 500? What? Gagaling talaga. Ano, ano, ano? <laughs> Taas <kamay> ng 500. <laughs> Yan. Ang tanong ko is why? Why do you like 500 pesos? Because it has higher value, right? Of course, eh. Syempre, yung isa katumbas nun, limang, limang isang daan na yun, eh. Di ba? Because you think that it's a higher value. Yung 100 is a lesser value. No, but let us look at the complete picture of the 500 pesos. Okay. <laughs> there is Noy there is Chris, Corey, and... Okay. No, Ni Noy. And Gloria. Okay. You chose 500 pesos because you failed to see the complete picture of the money. You are just merely seeing it. You are not, you don't even have the opportunity of touching it. Amen. They are presenting something valuable in their lives, but actually, if you are to really examine it on the standard of God's word, they are fake. And let me tell you, beware of fake candidates. Our title for today is Personal Sacrifice. Let's open our Bible to Judges chapter 9, verses 1 to 7. Now Abimelech, the son of Jerubbaal, went to Shechem, to his mother's relatives, and said to them and to the whole clan of his mother's family, Say in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem, Which is better for you, that all seventy of the sons of Jerubbaal rule over you, or that one rule over you. Remember also that I am your bone and your flesh. Verse 3. And his mother's relatives spoke all these words on his behalf in the ears of all the leaders of Shechem, and their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech. For they said, He is our brother. And they gave him seventy pieces of silver out of the house of Baal-berit, with which Abimelech hired worthless and reckless fellows who followed him. And he went to his father's house at Oprah and killed his brothers, the sons of Jerubal, seventy men on one stone. But Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubal, was left, for he hid himself, and all the leaders of Shechem came together. And all Beth Milo, and they went and made Abimelech king by the oak of the pillar at Shechem. When it was told to Jotham, he went and stood on top of the Mount Gerizim, and cried out and said to them, Listen to me, you leaders of Shechem, that God may listen to you. Cheers God and men, and go hold sway over the trees. Let's bow down our head. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your goodness. We believe that, Lord God, that the power of your Holy Spirit is in our midst today. Give us guidance, Lord. Give us enlightenment. Which we fully rely on you, not on our ability to understand, but we just allow your grace to be upon your people. In Jesus' mighty name, this we pray. Amen. Pag-usapan po natin is about the unrighteous leader. And this refers to Abimelech, the leader of Israel at that particular moment. Second is the unrighteous supporters, and these were the people of Shechem, especially the leaders of Shechem. And the third is the unrighteous consequence. Okay, let, let, me tell you, let me say this. The glorious destiny of our nation is in the hands of God and not in the hands of the politicians. Do you agree? Politicians come and go, but the Lord is here to stay for eternity. Even the church is here to stay until Jesus Christ comes back again. But these politicians come and go. They have the expiration of their terms. That's why we say that the glorious destiny of our nation is in the hands of God and not in the hands of the politicians. Nagkakaisa tayo lamang po ng Diyos. Pero importante nagamit natin ang binigay ng Diyos sa atin na pagpili dahil bahagi ito. Nang ating responsibility to choose the kind of leader that would lead us. First and foremost, you have to understand that this nation has a great destiny. Do you agree? My great destiny ang ating bansa. And therefore, dahil may great destiny ang ating bansa, tayo ay sama-sama at magtulong-tulong na malalangin para sa bansang ito na ang mailagay sa mga namumuno sa pamahalaan ay yung mga taong pinili ng Diyos. Hindi kinakailangan sila'y perfecto dahil ang kandidato ay imperfect. No one among the candidates are perfect. They have their own strength, they have their own weaknesses. But what matters is, we use the standard of God in choosing kung sino yung pinakamalapit dun sa standard ng Panginoon. That is what we are going to follow. Ito pong panahon ng eleksyon, na po sa atin ang uh, mga gimmick, ano po? yung mga political gimmick. Okay? Andiyan na ang mabawat kandidato, ipopromote nila yung kanilang sarili. Okay? They will make a lot of false promises. Pag ako ang naihalal, ipasisimento ko ang lahat ng kalsada, pati kanal, pasisimento ko. <laughs> Kulang na lang sabihin, pati mga mo, hanin nyo, ipasisimento ko. Ipapangako ang langit at lupa. Parang yung panahon ng panliligaw ng araw, ano ibibigay ko sa iyo ang langit at between ah, di ba parang kalamoy totoo at maaamiss ko wow ang gaganda naman ng mga sinasabi niya napakabulaklak parang totoo at maraming kandidato kikilitin kayo sa pamagitan ng kanilang mga false promises but at the same time instead of highlighting their political uh, platform ang i-highlight nila ay yung kasiraan ng kanilang mga kalaban political mudslinging yan po ang mga gimmick ngayon sa ating panahon at huwag na magtaka naging bahagi na ito ng ating kultura Mayroong mga tinatawag na public cynicism, nagdududa na ang maraming tao sa electoral process, kahit sabi mong manual or electronic yung ating eleksyon, may pagdududa pa rin pag manual ako may mandadaya dyan. Pagka-elektronik, nako, may magma-magic dyan. Kaya yung ibang mga tao, anyway, yung ibuboto namin, maaaring hindi yun ang kandidatong manalo. Huwag na lang tayong bumoto. Yung iba, nagdududa na rin sa lahat ng mga kandidato. Ano ba naman? Kahit na sino na lang ihalal natin, lagi na lang sablay. Pabuti pa, wag na rin tayong bumoto. total yung mga kandidatong yan, sarili lang ang kanilang iniisip. Wala Wala po tayong magagawa kung marami naman tayong naihalal, at eventually na-discover natin, hindi pala sila karapat-dapat doon. Kasi nga, ang dahilan nun, kapag nilagay mo yung pag-asa mo sa kanila, mabibigo ka. Dapat at the end of the day, regardless of the candidates who won the election, still your trust is in the Lord. Amen. Now we see also the culture of political patronage, the political fanaticism. People are choosing their candidates not on the basis of God's standard, but on the basis of God feel. Alam niyo yung God feel? Yung sa palagay ko mahusay ito, sa palagay ko lang. Without really scrutinizing. Parang yung tinignan nyo kanina ng 500 pesos. Ha? Tinignan nyo lang yung isang side, hindi tining na yung other side. Hindi nyo lang na nga nagkaroon ng sa Latin, kaya lahat kayo ay nagkamali. Nariyan tinatawag na political dynasty. Okay po mga ng mga lahi sa politika. Okay nga sana kung maganda yung dynasty Eh, unfortunately, karamihan, kapag nakatikim ng kapangyarihan, ayaw ng bitawan kasama ng kanyang buong lahi. Now, sa mga panahong ito, sa panahon ng Israel, ito po mababasa natin sa Book of Judges. Sa mga panahon yung kaya po ang title ng Book ni Judges, because it was not time yet for the nation of Israel to have a king. God was actually the one ruling them. But God set up, Judges during the, their time, because the priority of God is the proper administration of justice. God hates injustices. Do you agree? Even during the time of Jesus Christ was accused of rebelling against the government, that was, that's why He was crucified. God hates injustices. He set up judges, not yet kings. Because at that particular moment, the will of God is to rule over them. Gideon, one of the judges of, of Israel before he passed away, he said this in Judges 8, verse 22 to 23. Then the men of Israel said to Gideon, ilano yung si Gideon, hindi ba? Yun yung na Gideon with his 300 men who fought the Amalekites, okay, because they were being persecuted, because they were being harassed by the Midianites. Now, to obtain liberty, God chose Gideon and 300 men to defeat them. Okay. Now, basahin natin ito. Sabi ng mga tao kay Gideon, Rule over us, you and your son, and your grandson also, for you have saved us from the hand of the Midian. Gideon said to them, I will not rule over you, and my son will not rule over you, the Lord will rule over you. Ito yung dispensation that God did not set up a king because God would like to be the king of Israel. He just set up judges for the proper administration of justice. And Gideon understood it well. Kaya hindi niya kinuha yung trono na hindi nararapat sa kanya dahil ang trono yun ay nararapat lamang sa Diyos. Amen. Tayo pong mga abundante, huwag natin ibigay ang parangal sa tao kung ito ang parangal na ito ay dapat lamang ibigay sa Diyos. Okay lang kayo na magkampanya mag- 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 kayo sa inyong mga kandidato, pero huwag nyo silang ilagay sa pedestal na para bang nyo sila mga hero ng ating society. Parang tinitig natin silang si Superman at saka si Batman. Wagnatin natin silang, wagnatin natin ibigay sa kanila ang trono at karangalang dapat ay ibinibigay natin sa Diyos lang. Amen. And so, Naintindihan ni Gideon yun kaya hindi niya, hindi siya pumayag na siya ay maging hari ng Israel. Now, si Gideon po ay nagkaroon ng mga anak. Pitumput isa ang naging anak ni Gideon at ang isa doon ay anak niya sa labas at ang magulang, ang nanay ay nasa Shechem. Ang pangalan yun ay Abimelech. Yung 70 ay nakatira doon sa Oprah. Ang Oprah at are one of the cities of Israel. Okay? Sa madali salita si Abimelech, ang tinatawag na the unrighteous leader na pag-aaralan natin sa oras na ito. Siya po ay anak ng isang slave girl at mistress, yung kanyang nanay. Okay? At yun, yun ay mistress ni Gideon. Now, alam nilang lahat Na ang Panginoon ang nagro sa kanila dahil it was not yet time for them to have a king. God just put judges because God was actually preparing a king after his own heart in the future. Do you believe that there is time for everything? And God knows the time for Israel. But Abimelech refused to have the same man- mindset as Gideon. So, we Judges 9-1, now Abimelech, the son of Jerubaal, Jerubaal is also Gideon, that is other name. Abimelech, the son of Jerubaal, went to Shechem to his mother's relatives and said to them and to the whole clan of his mother's family, say in the ears of all leaders of Shechem, which is better for you, that all 70 of the sons of Jerubaal rule over you or that one rule over you. Kinausap niya, yung kanyang nanay doon sa Shechem. Kinausap niya yung kanyang mga relatives. Ang sabi niya, sino ang gusto nyong maging hari ng Israel? Yung kong mga kapatid? O ako, na kababayan ninyo? Of course, pinagdiin niya, ang sabi niya, remember also, that I am your bone and your flesh. Speaking about political patronage or parochial mentality. Ah, iboboto ko yung kandidatong yan kasi pareho kami ng probinsya. Pamilyar ba kayo doon? Iboboto ko yan kasi kumpare ko yan eh. Ah, kasama ko yan sa mga barkada ko noon. Classmate ko yan sa Ateneo, sa UP, sa Lasal. Iboboto ko yan kasi yung nanay... Nang tatay ng kamag-anak namin related kami. Layo na, no. I will be given a favor because I am part of the clan of that candidate. So could you imagine? So, meaning he manipulated the minds and the hearts of the people of Shechem. Now, during that during that time, you have to remember that there were there are assemblies of. A leaders' assembly in Shechem. They were the ones responsible of putting people in their government. Okay? And assembly of leaders Shechem na And he took that as an opportunity for himself because ang, nanay, ang mother, is also from Shechem. Now, let us take a look at who is Abimelech. He was the son of Gideon and And slave girl who lived in Shechem, where he was also raised. Abimelech was a deceptive and manipulative person. Look at what I have read a while ago. He manipulated the minds of these people. He deviated the minds of these people away from the will of God. In a way, he was actually saying he was rejecting the rulership of God. Instead, he should be the king. He appeared competent, but nothing to offer. He was ungodly, tyrant, and a murderer. And later on, you will see in the story why Abimelech was ungodly, tyrant, and a murderer. He was arrogant, egoistic, with selfish ambition for kingship. Not even a single prophet ever prophesied to him that someday he would be king. There was no confirmation at all. And there's no one who said, you are worthy to be our king, but he just exalted himself. He planned everything for himself. He lacks the moral conviction and compassion. He is an advocate of the saying, the end justifies the means. His goal or his quest for power and authority became the driving force for him, for all of his actions, regardless regardless of what would happen to other people. Now, let me tell you this. What defines a leader is not what he is competent of doing, but the value system that governs his character. Do you agree that competence and character are both important? Hello? Competence means kakayahan. Okay, character means Pagogali. The real person, when no one is seeing him, that's his character. What defines a leader is not what he is competent of doing, but the value system that governs his character. Although both are important, but choosing between the two, if there is a clash between competence and character we are supposed to choose character because it is character that governs the leader's action. Gusto natin magkaroon tayo ng mga leader na may competence. Gusto rin natin sila ay mayroong character. But choosing, granting, granting na nagtalo ang competence and character, we are supposed to choose character. Dahil sa mga tumatakbo naman ho, wala naman talagang zero competence. Ang isang ay humaharap into so many decisions in his public governance. There are a lot of issues. There are a lot of moral issues. His character would dictate the kind of decisions that he would make. Because the character of the person is who he really is when no one is seeing Him. And that is very important. Hitler may be a very competent leader, but he has, or he had a defective character. And what was the consequence? He killed one million Jews. Isang milyong hudyo ang pinatayin ni Hitler, but don't tell me that he was not competent. One of the most competent leader is Hitler. Why? Because Hitler able to mobilize such a big army that would just follow him. His leadership was outstanding. However, because he had defective character, isang milyong judyo ang naisakripisyo. Sabi ni Joseph Marie de, de Maestre, every nation gets the government it deserves. God respects the will of the people. Abimelech was put in a position because the people chose Him. Ang ibig sabihin ba, Pastor, ang Diyos ay hindi makikialam sa pagpili. Nakikialam ang Diyos, pero ang Diyos ay hindi diktador. Iginagalang ng Diyos ang gusto ng tao. At kung ang gusto ng tao ay isang leader na ayaw ng Diyos, pinapayagan ito ng Panginoon with corresponding consequences. Kaya yun yung sinasabi. If the righteous in his authority, the people rejoice. But if the, but if the wicked rules the people mourns every nation gets the government it deserves whether you chose a good king or a bad king you deserve the leader that you choose second is the unrighteous supporters in judges chapter 9 verse 3 says and his mother's relatives spoke all these words on his behalf in the ears of the leaders of shechem so he was able to convince his mother and all of the relatives to talk to the assembly of leaders in Shechem. And their hasa- and the Bible says, and their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech, they said, He is our brother. So yung assemblies of Shechem, nag-agree doon sa nanay at mga relatives nitong si Abimelech. o nga, natin yan. It is better na siya ang mag over us. Alam nyo kung bakit? Dahil they refused to make personal sacrifices, they would like personal convenience. Dahil kamag-anak nila o kababayan nila, mas hiniting na nila na sila ay mapapaburan in the city of Israel. Hindi nila inisip yung greatest interest ng kanilang buong bayan, ang inisip nila yung interest ng kanilang syudad o interest ng mga sarisariling mga endeavors. Pinagdiinan, he is our brother. Our choice determines our values and reflection of who we are. Ang ating mga pagpili, tandaan niyo pipili kayo. Bula sa Presidente, Vice President, Senators, down the line. That's part of our social obligation. Our choice determines our values. Ano ba yung mga bagay na pinapahalagahan natin sa buhay? Ang reason ko bakit ko date ang asawa ko, idinidate ko yung mga anak ko, because I value our family, I value our relationship. Kay yung anak ko, kahit na, nando, doon na sa Singapore, it wasn't, it's, it's not so hard for her to say, Dad, I love you, I miss you. And I would say the same thing to her. Why? Because I invested the necessary time and effort to build our relationship together because I value family. My actions are being governed by the things that I value the most. Ayan ah, po kayo. Yung mga breadwinner dito, ingatan niyo yung kalusugan ninyo. If you value yung family niyo na umaasa sa sweldong tinatanggap niyo, ingatan niyo yung inyong kalusugan. Our choice determines our values. A reflection of who we are. Sinurito may mga asawa, taas ang kamay. Yung mga may asawa lang. Huwag yung muka. <laughs> okay, yan yeah, nah. Okay. Our wives or our spouses are also reflection of who we are. Kaya pag pinta san mo yung asawa mo, eh, tanong dun, pinili mo yan eh. Okay? Pinili mo yang asawa mo yan. Eh. Waka magreklamo, da reflection yun, da kung sinu ka. Now, sa mga dalagat binatang nari rito, sinu mga dalagat binata ka may. Ayong nyo announce. Okay. Kaya mamili kayo dapat ng inyong mapapangasawa. Make sure it is also based on God's standard and God's will in your life. Because yung mapapangasawa nyo, reflection niyo Oh, nag-iisip na kayo ngayon. <laughs> Sasagating ko pa ba siya? o oh, hindi na. Eh, pasto nag-iisa lang siya na nililigo sa akin eh. Anong gagawin ko? So our choice determines our values and reflections of who we are. Now, tignan ko natin patuloy natin story sa si Judges 9 verses 4 to 5. Ang sabi ron, And they gave him, si Abimelech, Okay? And they gave him 70 pieces of silver out of the house of Baal Berith with which Abimelech hired worthless and reckless fellows. Now, so nagkaisa na ngayon. Okay? Yung, uh, leaders of Shechem na siya ang maganda na ilagay bilang hari. So binigyan siya ng 70 pieces of silver para bang campaign fund. May campaign contribution. Okay, bahala ka na sa gagawin mo. Ay alam ni, alam ni Abimelech na yung kanyang pitung pung kapatid ay posibleng maging lang sa kanyang plano dahil nanggaling lamang sila sa leadership ni Gideon at yung pitung mga kapatid niya, okay, ay potential na maging leader din ng bayan. So inisip niya. Taga-opera sila, taga-shekim ako, nag-iisa lang, illegitimate child pa ako. Ito nang pagkakataon ko para daigin ko sila. He was a very insecure leader trying to prove himself. So, anong kanyang ginawa? Yung perang ibinigay sa kanya, ginamit niya. Para saan? Nasa verse 5. And he went to his father's house at opera and killed his brothers, the sons of jerubael seventy men on one stone. But Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubbaal, was left for he hid himself. He made a public execution of all his seventy brothers. Could you imagine that what drove him to do such horrible thing? Its quest for power and authority. that 's why we have to be careful with the people that we vote for. Because we are actually putting them and giving them the power to rule over us. If they have defective character, we will be victimized in the end. In Judges nine six, And all the leaders of Shechem came together, and all Beth Milo. And they went and made Abimelech king by the oak of the pillar at Shechem. So, wala na hong kontra, dahil patay na lahat yung kontra. So siya, bimilig ngayon ay malaya nilang nailagay at nailuklok bilang kanilang hari. Totoo po ang kasabihang power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. No wonder why even the wisest king became the wisest fool in the Bible. Why? Dahil lumakatikim ng kapangyarihan si Solomon, nalunod siya. Pero bahagi siya ng ating pag-aaralan, I think, on the third week. So you see, let us take the responsibility of discerning the right candidates. Your vote is so sacred. Yes, it is true. It is an individual exercise of our conscience. And no one can hinder you from voting the candidates you want. And you, we are not saying, oh, this name is what you will vote. Or "This this, this person you should not vote. We are not saying that. We, are, we would like to educate you we would like to give you guidelines but at the end of the day you'll be the one to be followed by your own conscience. Third is the unrighteous consequence. So judges chapter 9 verse 7 when it was told to Jotham he went and stood on top of Mount Gerizim and cried aloud and said to them, listen to me, you leaders of Shechem that God may listen to you now see si Jotham siya yung nakatakas, okay? Nakataka siya, hindi siya napatay. Okay, ni Abimelech. So, pumunta siya sa Mount Gerizim, and he preached there. He said, Listen to me, you leaders of Shechem, that God may listen to you. Then he preached using a parable. Okay, ito, basahin natin. The trees went out to anoint the king. Ito yung kwento ni Jotham, okay? The trees once went out to anoint a king over them. And they said to the olive tree, say olive tree, Sabi sa olive tree, Reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, Shall I leave my abundance, by which gods and men are honored, and goes way over the trees? Ang ibig sabihin, si olive tree ayaw niyang maging hari dahil sacrifice siya ng kanyang abundance. Sa so verse 10, And the tree said to the fig tree, You come and reign over us. And the fig tree said to them, Shall I leave my sweetness and my good fruit and go hold sway over the trees? Ibig sabihin, yung fig tree ayaw din maging hari. Bakit? Dahil ayaw yung isakripisyo yung kanyang sweetness at yung kanyang good fruit. Now, verse 12. In the tree said to the vine, You come and reign over us. But the vine said to them, Shall I leave my wine that cheers God and men and go hold sway over the trees, ayaw din ng maging leader ng vine dahil isa-sakripisyo niya yung wine. Anong ibig sabihin po nito? Yung wine, yung fig tree, tsaka olive tree are the best in Israel. Ibig sabihin po ni Jotam dito, There could have been a better leader that could be raised up among the land. But they all refused to stand up and oppose Abimelech because they would sacrifice something in their lives. It has always been said, all that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. So what happened? Ito na ngayon, sa verse 14. Then all the trees said to the bramble, "Sabi nyo bramble. Sa NIB, sa good news bible ang ginamit ay thorn bush pero kung titignan mo yung picture ng bramble ay iba sa picture ng thorn bush but nevertheless i will be using the same both illustration because pareho namang destructive yung puno na yan you come and reign over us so ang sinabihan dahil tumanggi yung best of israel na maging leader ang sinabihan yung bramble yung bramble tree or yung thorn bush you come and reign over us. Now, alam niyo kung ang itsura ng... Bra- Doon muna tayo sa thorn bush. Yan po ang itsura ng thorn bush. Okay? Walang dahon. Ang pinagmamalaki niya yung kanyang shade. Talagay mo kaya pagka maaraw, pag nagpunta ka dyan, makokover ma- ka? Okay? It also, shade represents also yung kanyang dominion, yung kanyang leadership. okay? Ibig sabihin, ito ay nangangako ng shade, pero wala naman siyang maibigay. This refers to incompetent leaders who are actually promising heaven and earth, but actually could not give anything. Ang mga sanganya ganyan, mayroong tinatawag na mga tinik, kaya thorn bush. Pag hinawakan mo, lumapit ka mangyayari masusugatan ka, mapapahamak ka. That is the kind of leadership ng thorn bush. And the Bible is referring to Abimelech as the thorn bush. Now, if we look at the picture of the bramble, hindi ko lang po ilagay talaga namang may shade siya, maganda malaki. Kaya lang, the problem is this, yung ugat niya hindi lumalalim, ibig sabihin mababaw lang, pero ang andar ng kanya ugat is pa-spread. 50 meters. Walang mabubuhay na puno o halaman sa kanyang tabi dahil papatayin niyang lahat. Yun po ang karakteristik ng bramble tree. Now, sa madalit salita, ikinukumpara ni Josam si Abimelech sa thorn bush or sa bramble tree. His leadership is destructive. No wonder why he killed his 70 brothers. And not only that, makikita po natin, as we go along, kung paano naman napahamak yung mga taong naglagay din sa kanya. Now in verse 15, the bramble or thorn bush said to the trees, If in good faith you are anointing me, king over you, then come and take refuge in my shade. If you be under my wings, support my leadership. But if not let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Sige ko talagang ako ang nilalagay ninyo at inaanohin ninyo na maging hari sa inyo. Kailangan magpasakop kay sa akin. Dahil kung ayaw niyong magpasakop papatayin ko kayong lahat. Ganyan yung sinasabi niya. Susunugin ko kayong lahat. Now. Now therefore, sabi po dito sa Judges chapter 9 verse 16. Now therefore, if you acted in good faith and integrity when you made Abimelech king, si Jotham na ako nagsasalita rito, and if you have dealt well with Jerubal and his house, and have done to him as his deeds deserve, then rejoice in Abimelech and let him also rejoice in you. Paliwanag ko po in a far praise. Kung talagang tao sa inyong puso, talagang kayo naniniwala, talagang sa inyong paniniwala na si Abimelech ay karapat dapat na maging hari sa inyo at kung sa tingin niyo karapat-dapat na mapatay yung kanyang pitumpong mga kapatid na anak ng dati nating leader na si Gideon sige baala kayo magrejoice kasi yung kayong kasama niya nauunawaan po niyo yon yun po yung situation now Ano po ang naging ending ng story na ito? And I would suggest, when you go home, you read this entire passage in Judges chapter 9. Because summarize na la lang yung ipapakita ko sa inyo. Ano ang nangyari? Later, the leaders of Shechem rebelled against him, but he killed them all. Lahat po ng mga taong naglukluk sa kanya sa posisyon, ayon ding mga taong nagrebelde sa kanya. Dahil hindi nakitang karapat dapat siyang maging leader, puro pasakit ang dinanas nila. Kaya't nung sila'y mag pinatay silang lahat ni Abimelech. One thousand men and women who hid in the Tower of Shechem were burned alive. Yung mga nakatakas, isang libong mga kalalakyan at kababaihan, tumakas sila sa kamay ni Abimelech, pero nasundan sila at ang ginawa ni Abimelech at ng kanyang mga tauhan ay sinunog silang lahat ng buhay. Sige, sabihin nyo sa akin si Abimelech ay compassionate. When he attacked the Tower of Thebes, ito yung pong masakit na nangyari sa kanya. When he acted the Tower of Thebes, a woman threw a millstone on his head and he got injured. He asked his armor bearer to kill him by the sword because of humiliation. Ipinahiya din siya ng Panginoon. Alam nyo kung bakit? Dahil isang babae lang ang muntik na makamatay sa kanya at ang sabihin sa, kanya, sa kanyang arbor bearer, mabuti pang patayin mo na ako dahil kahiya So, isang katulad ko na mapatay ng isang kababaihan lang. So, he also died. But you know what? He reigned for three years. Bakit? pinayaga ng Jose ng isang unrighteous king ay mamuno sa loob ng tatlong taon, tatlong taong pagdurusa at tatlong taong pagtitis at tatlong taong krimen at tatlong taong kahirapan. Why? Because God respects the will of the people. We deserve the leader that we choose. So therefore. We must take responsibility in choosing the leaders we want to lead us. According to William Penn, if we are not willing to be governed by God, to be governed by His word, to be governed by His standard, to be governed by His will, we shall be ruled by tyrants. But if we are willing to be governed by God, God will surely bless this nation Psalm 33, verse 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, to whom He has chosen us His heritage. The people and the leaders of Shechem failed to make some personal sacrifices, and they allowed a wicked and righteous king to reign over them. Abimelech did not make any personal sacrifice, but he sacrificed his own people for his quest for power. The genuine characteristic of a genuine leader is the one who is willing to make a sacrifice, a personal sacrifice, and Christ gave us an illustration. And that is the greatest demonstration of his love to each and every one of us, because Jesus would like to lead us to our Heavenly Father and be reconciled. He gave His all. He made His personal sacrifice so He could be our Savior and all of us would receive our salvation from God. No one can do such kind of thing except Jesus alone. Tayo ay pipili ng ating mga mamumuno sa ating bayan sa mga darating na panahon pero bago tayo dumako roon mayroong pagkakataon tayo ngayon piliin muna kung sino yung maging leader ng puso at buhay natin in christ is offering himself i'm knocking at the door of your heart if you hear my voice allow me to come in si jesus ang panginoon at he would like to govern your life in such a way that he also would like to govern our nation but first and foremost, he would like to govern your life. Would you give your heart to Jesus right now and receive him as your leader, as your king, as your Lord, and as your savior? Let us bow down our head. Lord God, we thank you for the opportunity that you are giving us. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done on the cross of Calvary, for dying for us, providing us an example of what personal sacrifice is really all about. Look at our hearts, Lord God. Is our heart being governed by your word, by your will, or by our own personal interest? Sa oras na ito, habang tayo pong lahat ay nakayuko at nakapikit, God loves you so much, it, Jesus would like to govern your life. Pero kung hindi mo pa siya tinatanggap sa puso mo sa oras na ito, ginagalang din ng Panginoon kung ano yung decision na ginagawa mo. But kung sa oras na ito, gagawa ka ng desisyon at sasabihin mong, Panginoon, ikaw ang ibinoboto ko sa puso ko. Ikaw ang maging hari ng aking buhay. Ikaw na ang aking Panginoon. Ikaw na ang magmaneho ng buhay na ito. If you are that person, and if you are sincere, wherever you are seated, can you just raise your hands right now? Taas mo lang ang iyong kamay kapatid, at tutulungan kitang malalangin sa desisyon ng pagtanggap kay Kristo bilang iyong Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Just lift up your hands right now. Don't be ashamed. Yes, salamat kapatid. Maganda yung desisyon na iyong ginawa. This is the greatest decision that we will make in our lives. Pwede tayong magkamali sa ibang mga desisyon natin. But this is the decision na hindi tayong magkakamali kung si Yesus ang tatanggapin natin. Again, nananawagan po ako lahat po nang nais tumanggap sa Panginoon lalo na't kung alam mo hindi mo patunay na isinuko ang buhay mo sa Kanya taas mo lang ang iyong kamay ipapanalangin kita kapatid kaya salamat po nakita kayo ng Panginoon I'd like to see more hands right now this is the last call if you want to receive Christ in your life I'm going to count one to three one Two. And three. Thank you. Thank you. The Lord can see you. Lahat po nang nagtas ng kamay, pwede po ba kayong tumayo ng dahan-dahan? Kasamahan ko po kayong malalangin. Sige po, po Tayo po kayo. Sige po. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay, thank you, Jesus, for these people. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, take hold of the lives of these people. Thank you for their boldness. To receive you before the sight of so many people. Indeed, what they have in their heart is a genuine faith. Pedyubang yung mga tumayo tas lang punin yong yung kamay at sumabay puka yon sa panalangin ito at sabi yung pagnoo Jesus. Salamat sa pagibig mo sa akin. Inaalay ko sa yong aking puso. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking pagnoo at sariling tagapagligtas. Umupuha sa trono ng aking buhay. Pagharian mo ako, Panginoon. Patawarin mo ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng yung banal na dugo. At ang buhay kong ito, ay lubusan ko ibinibigay sa iyo. Maraming salamat po, Panginoon, sa iyong papuri, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Palakpan nga po natin ang Panginoon. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.